You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello everyone, welcome to Will I Beat Magnus. It's me, Alfie, and this is my podcast, and this is my journey. Yeah, I'm selling it a bit much. My journey into the FPL world's second season, and I've enlisted some fantastic people. People. <laughs> well, some fantastic people to help me win FPL. Hmm, seems ludicrous. Maybe it is, maybe not. So, good show today. All FPL-centric, of course. Uh, we, of course, got Jordi, the, uh, the footballer who plays FPL from the Netherlands, of course. Adds a bit of sort of flavour to our ranks. And calling away from Ireland, of course, we've got Matt Bowstring Cup. And Will doesn't join us for the first half, well, the first 20 minutes. And then he comes in later to offer his um, much-needed talky-talk, as we say. In the biz. So that's good. Uh, I've, I don't know about you people, but I've activated my wild card. Uh, I think some people activated the wild card the week before last and other people were last week. And this week people aren't really doing it because there's the international break. People want to hold on for that. But oh, I just want to do it. No, I think I activated it on Saturday. That's how, uh, that's how much I wanted to get it done. I just love making transfers. Um, so it's quite exciting, isn't it, having wildcard? You can keep changing it all week. And I kind of wish, well, the game would be very different, but it's quite fun changing it all week, isn't it? Some decisions to be made. Who's going to be captain? Who am I going to have midfield? Are Man City going to score lots of goals against Leeds? Are Liverpool going to beat Aston Villa? Or Aston Villa much improved? And Ross Barkley. Let's get going with the show. Fantastic game week then, guys. Game week three was, turned out to be, uh, a bit freaky. Are we suggesting this is a freak game week or have we learned something that we need to sort of action as we move forward? I mean, you only have to look at the results and you think, well, what the fuck happened last night, uh, last weekend? It's crazy. So many goals again. Uh, Man City losing 5-2 to Leicester. West Brom, Chelsea, 3-3. And Wolverhampton conceding four against West Ham. Well, I know, it's, it wasn't right, that, was it? It's not right. I don't like it when West Ham score four goals and don't concede. <laughs> it's crazy, crazy. I've, I've always seen West Ham with the potential to score goals. I mean, if you look at the players they got at the front, it screams for goals like Yarmolenko, Lanzini, Antonio. But Is Lanzini actually playing anymore? Lanzini is on the bench, I think. Mm. He's a quality player, though. He is a quality player. You enjoyed game week three, didn't you, Matt? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think enjoy is probably a too strong of a word. Uh, yeah, look, it was entertaining, I'm sure, from a neutral point of view, but uh, there was far too many penalties for, for my liking. Um, yeah, it was one of those free game weeks that comes along every now and then and just blows everything out of the water. And uh, yeah, after discussing 
Fernandez last week and how we how we didn't really like Bruno Fernandez. It was always going to be the way that he got a, a penalty after a full time. I'll keep my mouth shut about Fernandez. <laughs> yeah, now, I don't want to pin all the blame on you, Jordi, but I purposely didn't put Fernandez in my team because you were so against him. Yeah, I'm still. It's still against good. Well, I'm glad because he's por- because he's Portuguese. <laughs> okay, very controversial, but <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few uh, things that. I think the whole community called the whole game week wrong, right? Because it was a freakish game week. I'm a bit annoyed myself because uh, what did we get? So, yeah, Matt, you got 54 this week. A bit of Mason Mount action and uh, a Southampton clean sheet. Uh, Will got 51. Jordi, you got 47. You kept in KDB. Yeah. I, I think I got 49. So we did all right. We got away with it, I would suggest. I think we did, yeah. Just yeah. about. Because if you... If you had given me 47 points on a Sunday night, I would have been glad with that because I got two. Got a, <laughs> uh, I got a clean sheet from Villa and I got Martinez oh, and Conza, So Well, yeah, well, that was a good gamble then in the end. I mean, I captained uh, Timo... What's his name? Timo Turbo. Timo Werner in the <laughs> Turbo end. Timo, yeah. Uh, Tina Turner. Yeah, Timo Timo Turner. Oh, I like that. That's good. Because Will was like, make sure he captain him. He's going to score loads of goals. And I agreed. I thought he was going to demolish West Brom. Uh, that didn't really work out, did it? Uh, you went uh, with Harry Kane, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, it was disappointing uh, what happened with Spurs. You know, they they played really, really well. And then, of course, Son got taken off at halftime with a, a suspected hamstring. Mm. And like that, the game kind of changed. But, you know, they, they were always in control, I thought, for most of the game. And... Then Newcastle got that penalty at the end, which leveled things up. So uh, I'm sure that's probably why Will isn't uh, joining us. He's maybe still hurting from the, the oh, decision. He thinks that we're going to talk about Spurs without him and he'll oh, avoid yeah. it. Well, we'll come back to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> but it's yeah. a funny one, but, um, the, the old Son situation, isn't it? Because uh, apparently he's going to be out for five years, according to Jose. <laughs> Uh, and now it's. Well, he, what, did, he did mention to uh, that he was able to play this weekend. Yeah, apparently on Sunday right. he's yeah. potential. Strange, yeah. Because I tell you what, lads, I, I, I put my wild card on the table this week, and did Son you already pressed the button. I pressed the button, mate. Dead excited. Now the Man City game. Um, I'll be honest, Man City gave me a bit of a headache actually. And with that game in mind, should we be thinking differently about bringing Man City mm. players? like into my team. I mean, I haven't got any at the moment in my sort of current wildcard team. Yeah, they they are a bit of a headache and, and even Foden, like, you know, we were talking about the prospect of, of Foden getting into the team and how he can be a, a valuable asset for, you know, in, in the kind of 6.5 million bracket. But now we were in a situation where Foden hasn't had a couple of, uh, you know, maybe one or two great games and already we're thinking, is he... Has, is he as safe a pick now as as we talk, hmm. but um, I like I like Mares. I'm potentially bringing Mares in this week for Son. Um, I think Mares was kind of the the standout pick. You know, kind of stood out from the rest this week, and you know, he's affordable. He's a player who can always return big. Uh, you know, very high points returns. So yeah, like that. I just think City without a, a fit striker at the moment is is a very, a very different City. Maybe one we haven't seen before, and you know they don't seem to be coping all that well at the moment. Because like we've seen in, in the past, you know Guardiola's defense starts with his attack. So 
you know, the, the, the front three are always required to do a lot of pressing. So maybe without a, a player like uh, Jesus or Aguero at the moment, they're, they're struggling from the top and it's having an effect at the back. Yeah, for sure. Well, they brought um, Rory Delap Jr. on, didn't they? He didn't, right. he didn't take a throw in, which was disappointing, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, <laughs> Jordi, um, Mares, fans beating Mares. The question mark over Mares has always been predicting when he's going to play I always yes. thought I thought he was going to play against Leicester because he always scores against Leicester but does that mean he's going to play the next game I probably think yes because it's uh, they are without the striker and I don't think Pep will start with uh, with the lap from the start so Sterling will probably start again uh, for, uh, in the center, as a centre forward with Mares probably play, playing at wide I think he gets the nod Ahead of Foden now, but Foden may start as well. So yeah, Mares should be safe, I think. But it's it's I got Foden of course on my wildcard last week, but I think he only yeah he got one very poor game against Leicester I think because I uh, I checked his stats on uh, on the on the uh, on the official FPL site and it says zero point zero for threat. <laughs> so <laughs> he did absolutely nothing. I, to, to be I fair, think. what I saw in the game that was absolutely bang on because. He didn't do, I'm I'm still not convinced by him. I, I'm still not convinced. I know they. I mean, zero point zero is really, really, really bad. That's <laughs> basically the same threat level as us when we oh, weren't yeah. playing. Yeah. I yeah. think I think Jimenez had a higher threat level, and he scored my own goal this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it's only been one poor game from him. I think he was. Uh, I haven't seen the cup game, but I think he scored and assisted then. So, and I heard people say he had a really good game. Uh, uh, if you compare it with uh, Mares and. Um, I don't know who played. Uh, uh, Torres started, I think. So yeah, maybe it was just an incident. So well, I'm not going to transfer him out. I really need to uh, to reconsider if he gets enough minutes for to play to be an uh, how do you say that pickable asset in in the game. So are we thinking this Man City Leeds fixture that's coming up? We're thinking goals. Are we thinking the same long, uh, thinking along the same lines as the Liverpool Leeds fixture. Yeah, I think so, but you never know. Anything could happen. <laughs> you have seen that in the first three game weeks. Considering making uh, Calvert Lewin my captain, just considering now. Right now, this is just happening right now. Uh, yeah, I, I'm considering him, but it will probably end up being De Bruyne because I'm. On the other hand, I'm very sure Guardiola will want to bounce back with his side. So. And Leeds, uh, I saw a stat that Leeds were very poor defensively uh, regards to big chances conceded and shots yeah. in the box against. And they played Sheffield United and Fulham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they well, are like, not the best sides. Exactly. Well, Fulham scored three goals. Sheffield United missed two very good chances, actually, to go into the yeah. Matt, are you looking at City this week or you got another fixture in mind? Yeah, um, I... I mean, captaincy on between Salah and Sterling at the moment. Um, Salah does have penalties. We don't know if there's going to be as many penalties this week as as we've seen just a week on boy. You know, referees might be a little bit, bit apprehensive to to give penalties away unless they're stonewalled this week. But yeah, I do fancy City to, you know, put three or four goals past Leeds. And, you know, I'd expect Sterling to be involved in maybe one at least. So uh, I think he's a fairly sensible gamble for captaincy. Outside of that, yeah, Fulham look like they're going to concede in most games. So if you've got Wolves players, which I don't, sadly, hmm. uh, you know, someone like Jimenez. Uh, uh, depends if Podence is back. I know a lot of people have Podence. Uh, 
pedants, well, whatever. But, but, but let's face it, though, uh, we've all been left with a dirty taste in our mouth this weekend because of Wolves. Yeah, well, uh, look, I've been okay since I own no Wolves players, but I've seen, you know, people with triple Wolves and come away with zero points from that game, you know, Jimenez, uh, Sois, and, yeah. and Paul, you know. I wasn't I wasn't too disappointed, actually, because I only had Jimenez and I chose uh, Konza over Sois. So, yeah, well, Jimenez scoring an own goal is uh, fucked up, of course. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's an interesting choice, choosing uh, Konza over Sois. I heard uh, people suggesting, often Nuno suggesting that they were going to play more attacking football this year because he wants to evolve. I think he used that word. Um, that's why they sold Yota and right. are playing quite a, a bit of a different style now. Uh, and they weren't that solid at the back in the first two game weeks. Uh, they should have conceded against Sheffield United. They conceded three against Man City. Of course, it's Man City, but still. They were better against City last season, twice. Mm. Just didn't think they were going to be reliable at the back. So I chose Konza because I was always a, uh, I'm also able to rotate Konza with Lemty. And I don't want to bench Lemty every game week. if He's given three assists in three game weeks now. So uh, Konza and Lemty, the rotation works for me, I think. It's only the upcoming game week now where it's getting tricky. Lemty away to Everton or Konza to Liverpool. But it's just, it's really the only game week where I'm having doubts on who to play. Villa, of course, play Liverpool next. Um, look, I've drafted Mane into my team. And I was thinking about captaining because his scoring record against Villa in past years is like 6-5 or something like that. Um, Liverpool look really good. But are oh, Aston Villa improved? I mean, we're putting this down as a Liverpool win. Are we right to do that, really? After this week, um, it's it's I, I find it very hard to confidently predict any scorelines now. But uh, the thing about Aston Villa is they've won both of their opening games. You know their confidence is is very very high, and I think confidence makes a huge difference to you know teams of Aston Villa's kind of stature. You know uh, that kind of psychological uh, boost makes a huge huge difference to performance. I find. And even like, you know, uh, as Jordi will probably want to talk about, you know, the addition of Ross Barkley will also give them a boost, you know, having a, a another option in that kind of number 10 role in the middle of the pitch to try and create some more goals for them. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, they'll have a dilemma whether to go out and try and attack Liverpool as, as Leeds did, you know, whether they can actually do it as effectively and come away with uh, a result. That's one thing. Or whether they want to sit back and try and grind out a low scoring game. Yeah, uh, but let's talk about Ross Barkley then. Jordi, uh, currently listed at 5.9 million, which... Yeah, I've already added him to my watch list. Uh, I've already checked oh. the fixtures because I think from an attacking point of view, uh, the fixtures are really enticing starting in game week six. They play Leeds United at home, Southampton at home, then it's Arsenal away, and then Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle. So I think from an attacking point of view, well... Dean Smith has them very reliable at the back, so maybe it's a it's a fluke scoring three away to Fulham. But there could be goals in there. And five point nine Ross Barkley, he was already on my watch list for the past two seasons at Chelsea, but he couldn't really nail down a starting spot. But yeah, if I need if I need to get rid of Foden, for example, he is at a really good price. I mean, yeah, but uh, it's Ross Barkley. Is he um, is he really going to do much? I think he's taking free kicks as well. Uh, because he has he has in the past taken them for for Chelsea as well I think 
uh, scored a few for Everton. But what do you really expect from a, nine, a 5.9 player? I mean, you you don't expect him to score every week. It would be nice though, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, think that... it could be a really good value. Yeah, I mean, the other one is was 6 million is Trossard, isn't it? I know we discussed him a yeah. lot. But I've definitely brought him in my side now. He had about 15 shots at the bar, I think. Yeah. Something felt <laughs> 12 like at that. the post. <laughs> I mean, they absolutely destroyed United. I don't know if you saw it, but I mean, it was ridiculous. So the way I see Brighton is that every week they are creating chances. And he's a very talented player. So for six mil, I think. I've had him in my team last year. He did? Yeah, uh, he wasn't, uh, wasn't nilled, I think. Now he played three times, uh, 90 minutes in a row. So mm, they bedded yeah, him. Unlast, certainly yeah. a better prospect now. Uh, so what about Leicester and uh, more importantly, Harvey Barnes, pretty cheap seven million. I know I said he was on my list of players I never want in, <laughs> but you know, is there value there for this game of week? They're playing West Ham. Are West Ham, have West Ham changed? I mean, do they set up better? Did they deserve to win against Wolves? Or was it, again, just another freak occurrence and West Ham will capitulate at any given opportunity? Yep. Basically, am I right to assume that Leicester are going to beat West Ham and score goals? Le- Leicester and City, you know, Leicester are always going to counter-attack, you know, hit City on the break after they push their players up. You know, they play a high defensive line. They get their centre-backs up near the, the halfway line to try and kind of over crowd the, the, the spaces and stuff. I, I expect, you know, Leicester and West Ham to be a very different game. You know, West Ham will probably sit back uh, and, and play similarly to how uh, Leicester played against City. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll want to try and counter-attack. You know, they did it quite well again against Wolves. So, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not too worried about not having Vardy and, and Barnes, but, you know, of course, I have to say that after taking Vardy out this week. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they'll do too much damage. You know, Vardy is always the danger, man. You know, as we see, if if teams aren't doing well defensively, they can concede a penalty and it just gives Vardy points, uh, especially bonus points. You know, he seems to hoover them up. But he does um, earn those penalties. He does earn them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no doubt about it. Um, you know, so I, I guess it depends on which West Ham shows up. You know, since I, I don't really know what's been more surprising this week the fact they scored four goals the fact that they didn't concede or the fact that they did that without David Moyes I don't know if that's just coincidence you know with, mm-hmm. with him being in quarantine at the moment um <laughs> but yeah um oh, he wasn't I, I, there. yeah no he's in quarantine for oh, uh coronavirus yeah oh, no so I, I don't know who the guy standing in I can't think of the guy's name the caretaker at the moment but uh you know they look fairly organized was it Pep Guardiola? Is that why they won four? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, they looked organised. You know, they, they they've gotten points against Wolves. They can probably afford to sit back against uh, a team of Leicester's quality at the moment. So yeah, I, I do think Leicester will probably win. If I was putting money on it, I'd probably put Leicester two 0 But yeah, I'm just hoping that Vardy isn't the one that that scores both goals. Well, isn't he injured? And that would mean Ian Nacho comes in. Yeah, right? I just. They, they were saying that he has this ongoing hip problem that settles down after a couple of days. So we don't know if Rogers is just kind of playing it down to, you know. We've all to, got to a hip make... problem that dies yeah, down after course, a few yeah. days. <laughs> so it's me. I'm interrupting my own podcast to bring you some news about... What am I bringing news about? Nothing really. Just checking in. Hope you're all right. Do you want a cup of tea? Can't make you one for a podcast, but I can do one in my brain. Done it. 
good. Um, those wondering how Yordi got on in his game of the weekend. He didn't want to do this in the pod. I didn't want to bring his mood down, but they lost 2-0. And apparently he didn't touch the ball and it was all very bad. Um, and I realised last week I didn't post anything about Yordi. So I'm going to try and do it in the blurb again. When I say try, try and remember. That sounds really bad, but trust me, remembering is not necessarily my strong point, okay? Uh, but I will try and do that. And his games you can normally see live on YouTube. So in future, I will post the link if you are interested in watching him. I'm definitely interested in watching him play. And uh, yeah, that's it really. Uh, you can check out my other podcast if you're into draft. If you're not into draft, just into pub football chat. That's called Das Boot Room. That's out now. That came out yesterday. Uh, and that's about it. I think we're up to date. Get in touch on Twitter. Alf Pods FF. And that should be all groovy. We can say hi. I mean, I'm all up for that. Uh, yeah. Good. All right, then. Should we get back to the pod? Let's do it. Will's coming in the second half. So for the Will fans out there. <laughs> so one player I was looking at, um, which I'm always divided on, actually. Maybe it's a bit left field. Maybe it's not, actually. Uh, and that's Chris Wood of Burnley fame. Uh, Burnley's next three fixtures, you've got Newcastle, West Brom and Tottenham. He likes to score against all of those. Uh, one in three against Newcastle, one in one against West Brom, three in four against Tottenham. Do you fancy a bit of hardcore Chris Wood action? No. No, no one ever does. No one ever does. <laughs> Me neither. He's always a player that I never consider, but always ticks over with the goals. You know, even when he gets a goal, I'm like, no, still not interested. And he'll score the next week. And I still won't be interested until, I don't know, the season ends or until enough of people own him that he's actually doing damage to my rank. But he outscores Firmino and Firmino is like 9.5 million. Yeah, I I think Firmino is one of those FPL players. You know, he's involved in creating the chances, but is never, never the one you want. He's kind of the, you know... Who do, you, who do you guys think is more highly owned, Firmino or Wood? Oh, well, Wood would be more owned. That's a tough cheaper, one. Right? He, should be, he should be more owned than Firmino. <laughs> no one, I think no one should own Firmino. For 9.5 million. But I say Firmino is owned by 3%. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say he's close to Firmino. 2.9. Uh, Maybe 4. 2.1. Ooh, less. Wow. So wow. Firmino is more highly owned than Chris Wood, but yeah. Who the hell is buying Firmino at 9.5? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Glory Hunters, that's who. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Firmino has, has had uh, only one point less than Timo Werner, so, so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so far. We'll Terrible see. Timo. <laughs> I've dropped Timo already, you see. Yeah. Is, am I wrong did. to do that? I mean, that feels right no, to do that. I think he's bound to drop in price. He has, he has already dropped in price. Uh, so, Will, thank you for joining us. We were just talking about Timo, Turbo Timo. And okay. I was just saying that I've dropped him from my... And Chris Wood and, and Firmino, <laughs> for some reason. Uh, I've dropped Timo now. You told me... Wow. To, well, I capped him in last week, but my forward line now looks like Ings, Jimenez and Dominic Calvert-Lewins. What do you think? I don't know, it looks pretty good. I mean, I think the thing with uh, Timo is once I got rumour, you know, there's a rumour that um, Tammy was going to play and that kind of mm. put me off captaining Timo because he'd be shifted wide left. There's been some there's interesting debates on this, isn't there? I mean, he kind of can operate well as a, as a, as a lone forward, but he prefers to drift left. I'm, I'm in two minds about keeping Timo. Will he, he could profit, you know, I'm thinking Havertz 
and Timo could do Kane and Son versus Southampton in game week four. Um, so that's my only reason for, for, for perhaps against wanting to keep Timo against Southampton. Is that oh, game week sorry, five? Of course, sorry. Of course. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, game week, game week five against Southampton. My fault, yeah. Which makes, because, you know, Southampton play a high line. Southampton did okay against Burnley because Burnley don't really have any pace. So they weren't, that high line wasn't exploited. But, um, you know, we saw it last year with Leicester where Vardy exploited the high line. We saw it this year with Kane and Son exploiting the high line. And uh, I'm wondering if Havertz and, and Werner can do the same in game week, in game week five. Um, but I think you've made a really good choice. Jimenez has a great run of fixtures, so I'm not sure you can particularly go wrong swapping Werner to Jimenez because arguably Werner's also a wait and see. Yeah, yeah. And I did wait and I saw and I didn't like it. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <you> went. <laughs> um, can you guys explain to me, please, this is something I want to learn. How does the price drop thing exist? Like, How do players' value drop? How does it drop? What happens? Just when a certain amount of fantasy managers transfer them out they have like a threshold so if they reach twenty thousand transfers out they'll reach a price drop but we, we don't always know the, the the figures or the algorithm so that's why these sites exist uh you know uh i, I can't even think of the name of the sites now i just have it said as a bookmark yeah. that's the one fpl statistics uh yeah, that's the most close and things such as uh ownership so it's it's uh the threshold in relation to their to their ownership base and um you know things like flags as well so if a player can be flagged that can slow um or increase the threshold before the price drop or if a player just been unflagged their price might be frozen for a while do you mean when you say flag do you mean on the watch list flagged in, as in, in injury. injury oh sorry injured okay so in that works the same way the price going up then so if 20,000 managers buy chris yep. wood <laughs> yeah for example the price goes up it will now after hearing this podcast. <laughs> and everyone everyone will drop him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we're not going to go over what we talked about earlier on, but moving yeah, forward this enough. week, what players are you looking at? What decisions are you going to make? I'm looking at loads of players this week. Uh, I'm thinking about, I'm wondering about Doherty. I think he's been very unlucky not to get returned so far. Um, but I'm actually worried that um, he might not do too well over the next couple of game weeks. I think it's even... It's even in my mind, the possibility that Aurier could start because of Rashford um, against Manchester City, uh, Manchester United. So mm. I'm considering him to size because Fulham have been particularly poor in the air and conceded. You know, Mings could have had more more goals on uh, in the Villa game, and um, Gabriel scored for Arsenal in game week one. So I'm thinking Doherty to size is maybe one move. I've got to get in a City player, probably De Bruyne uh, for Son. And uh, I might need to make another transfer. The other, the other player I'm really not sure about in my team, having hyped him up and said, God, he's great, and he'll probably be on penalties. Rodriguez, James Rodriguez, was a bit of a letdown. I've dropped him. Yeah, and because does he assist the assister? I'm worried that he just mm. plays too deep and isn't going to do anything. So I'm looking at maybe selling him. You know, Trossard was mentioned before. Um, I might be looking, looking to get Trossard or even uh, Ross Foden. Barkley. Ross Barkley, he said. Yeah, I mean, he might, he, yeah. <laughs> game, well, maybe six, game, week six, six, game, game week six, well, you should have Ross Barkley. Game week six, I'm looking at Villa. Game, I'm hoping what Watkins, I thought, looked very good on his debut, but just yeah. a bit nervous, and he, he rushed at a few things. But I think given time to settle down and get used to the Premier League, he could be great. So game week six could be a good time for Watkins. But he also changes things for Villa. He, he offers them something now. So as a team, they look a bit more effective. And, and he actually frees up Grealish, actually. 
because they didn't have a striker before, did they? So. I was telling these boys earlier, Will, about Mane and the fact that he scored six, five, six goals in five games against Villa. And then Yordi pointed out that three of those might have been for Southampton back in the day. Um, fastest Premier League hat-trick. Premier, yeah, the fastest Premier League I mean, So, my, so my, my question to you is, my Mane spot in my team, it could either be Mane or it could be another premium like Kevin De Bruyne. I haven't got any City players because I'm a bit pissed off with City. What mm. do you think? Uh, have you got Salah? I don't have Salah. No, I don't like Salah. Okay, <laughs> right. Based on that rational thought, we should end I, the pod uh... now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like Salah. I'm just, just I, yeah, it just feels boring just to go for Salah and Mane all the time. You know, I just well, yeah, maybe, um, maybe you get one and not the other. If you if you favour Mane, then fair enough. I mean, what are your thoughts on um, Villa improving at the back? I kind of feel that mm. over Project Restart, they had they had that period building up to Project Restart where John Terry kind of got to work a bit with the defence and they've just looked a bit more solid. I'm wondering whether I want to captain Salah against Villa. I mean, Liverpool are in such good form. I sort of feel a Liverpool captain is a, you know, can't really go too wrong. It's a safe option. But, um, but Man City are exciting. And I think if you've got mm. two premium slots in your teams, then... Sterling and Sterling. The thing about Sterling and De Bruyne is they're the they're the nailed options in that City team, and yeah. playing time is really important. And playing time in a City team that should create lots of chances when they're on their you know on their day, and uh, against decent opposition is is a valuable valuable asset to own. Mm. And think about Liverpool. Actually, they've been playing very well, but they haven't been banging in loads of goals. Actually, have they? What did they won two nil, two one, four three game week one. Yeah, but that was against Leeds. So in that theory, right, that's it. I'm changing Mane, KDB, <laughs> or as Matt says, Mares, which is basically he's going off my tip from last week. But that's fine. That's fine. We'll do that. <laughs> so yeah, Mares or KDB, then we'll go on. Well, do you think Matt is is Mares nailed? Um, well, I, I think my decision to get Mares is probably based on the fact that I still have my wild card. So if it doesn't go to plan, I can always jump off and just rearrange the team to someone who's probably, you know, looking to make a calculated safe transfer. Maybe if you can stretch to De Bruyne, I would, I, yeah, I'd probably get De Bruyne. Um, you know, my, my problem is having to take a hit to get De Bruyne and, um, you know, to find the cash. So I'm not really too mm. keen to do that. Um, and Sterling already. Yeah, Sterling already. So, uh, yeah, l- like um, yourself, I have Son, so I'll, I'm looking for a replacement. Um, and I, I just, I feel like Man City are going to trash Leeds. I think, you know, Leeds conceded chances to Sheffield United, who I would say is probably the worst attack in the Premier League since coming back. You know, they've, they're always chopping and changing their strikers. They never seem to create a lot of chances. Um, I know uh, Oli Bork had a few... Um, a few chances and I think they had a goal reeled out for a foul in the build-up, something like that. Um, so, you know, I, we've seen Leeds' approach to a team like Liverpool and they just go out and they attack and they leave spaces and hope to score more than their opposition. And I think playing against a team like Man City is 
I just think that's going to be a disaster. I think City are going to put three or four goals past them and I'm just hoping that Sterling can be involved and if Mara starts, hopefully he can chip in with, with creating a few of the good chances. Mm. Not like Man City to disappoint though, is it? No. <laughs> Jordi, what are you doing this game week? What's going on? But what I what I do, yeah, roll my transfer and I've been looking at ways to get Harry Kane in from game week five because Spurs have four very, very enticing games from a technical point of view. West Ham, Burnley, Brighton, West Brom. And Kane has been, I think he has been, uh, sorry, I'm going to look it up. Uh, Kane has, has the best expected goal involvement from open play over the first three weeks. He's, so plus he's, he's really on good. penalties and they haven't had a penalty yet. So, well, you don't want to ask because he had a he was, he was plus one point five xG from just the Newcastle game, and I was actually thinking, well, what about Marcus Rashford? Because game week five, United play Newcastle. Is Marcus Rashford on your watch list? Uh, Rashford is on my watch list, and he was in my team before my wild card, <laughs> but. It's uh, you mentioned Newcastle, but it's Chelsea, Arsenal, and Everton after. So I'm not too tempted to bring a United asset in before Newcastle because of those three game weeks after. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's yeah, it will pay off. Yes, but still, but what do you think about Harry Kane? Uh, will from from next game week on after United game because they play yeah, like I said, they play West Ham, Burnley, Brighton, and West Brom in a row, and these teams have been. Ship shipping goals for fun. <laughs> you can say just well, shit. Like I say shit as well. <laughs> Language. I think Matt was really unlucky with his with the captain in Kane last game week because it's really unlike Kane to to miss so many to have like a high mm. XG and and not to meet that and not to convert those into goals. Um, so I think he I think he's a good pick. I would say I think West Ham. You should discount their game week one performance because. They've sorted themselves out. There's something wasn't right in the camp. They're all annoyed about Diangana being sold, but they've looked much more impressive since then. So I'm ex- I'm expecting a um, you know a, a tricky performance, a tricky match against West Ham. But in general, what's really impressive about Spurs is that they've just shown in two matches. Um, the first match against Southampton, they were great against the high line. Second match against Newcastle, they were great against the low block. That's really encouraging for the season. Yeah. And Kane's involved in Kane was involved heavily in both those matches. So um I'm I'm not overly worried long term about Kane's performance. And the the result last night, the second half performance last night in the League Cup against Chelsea was just fantastic. Mm. And the the belief in the squad is really good. So that's another I, you know, I noticed as well, Will last night um Eric Dyer was out of position a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was almost like a, he was almost like yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen the footage of Gary Lineker against Ireland yeah. in the 1990 yeah. World Cup? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he made it off the pitch, to be honest. But he, um, Dyer. But I think I think Dyer was getting forward at sometimes. He's almost like a a Sheffield United defender in the way he was cutting forward. I was quite impressed with the the attacking endeavour. This <laughs> maybe maybe just wanted to keep running, you know, to keep things to keep things. Um, I think it was more diarrhea than dire. Uh, yeah. you've, been, you've been waiting the whole time to do that. Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason I'm here. That's all I get. Uh, Will, well, you're a Spurs supporter, so you may, you'll probably know more than me. But to my untrained eye, I definitely think Son has improved as a player. It feels 
definite bite to his game. Like this, it feels like an extra edge. And well, he hit the bar from the edge of the box twice, which is a bit annoying. Um, I think there's definite improvement. And do you think there's an improvement from Kane as well? And do you think Jose is the the reason for that? No, I think over the last three or four seasons, five seasons even, both those players are exceptional finishers. They will always exceed their expected goals. The question with Son is you kind of want him to get more chances, but um, that didn't really... I mean, the quality of chance he was getting against Newcastle, they were still pretty long-distance shots. He's just incredibly good at shooting, which is why they became almost goals. Um, so I don't think we've seen a massive improvement in under Jose, but he clearly recognises... Under Jose, sorry. Yeah, he clearly recognises... How can I get his pronunciation wrong? Jose clearly recognises that they're quality players and he has to try to find the best positions for them to get the most out of them. So I think that's what we're seeing. But I think there's an extra aggression to his play now, Son. I think there's there's more to him. He's not such a nice boy. As Jose was yeah, saying, possibly. you have to be a bit of a And uh, maybe possibly. maybe that's what his game plan is. Um, who are you captain this week, Will? And what, what changes are you making? Uh, well, I might. I really haven't decided on the changes yet. It could be anything uh, from just getting Mares for Son, or maybe taking a minus eight and doing a few more wholesale changes. Um, currently, the armband's on Salah. Are you not moving it? You haven't moved it, have you? Well, I wish I had moved it in game week one because I didn't. I captain Werner in game oh, one. That's I'm right. Still, yeah. I'm still annoyed. Yeah. I lost out on those 15 points, but um, I think Liverpool are in such good form, and I just. You know, whoever they come up against, I don't think they're going to be good enough to stop them. I thought they were so impressive against Arsenal. Just that that's first half an hour where they were just swamping them and swarming them. So, uh, yeah, Salah for me. Anyone for Adamola Lookman then? He's gone to Fulham. No. You want a Fulham player outside of Mitrovic? I've got um, the other midfielder, I said, and I, Anguisa. Yeah, Anguisa. But that's only because he's going to just, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. squad player just hanging around. He no. looked good though, like you know, he yeah, got four. He does, does, he's he very, does have decent numbers for four point five yeah. midfielder. Bard and Basuma, you know, who's getting red cards. <laughs> <laughs> and also Anguisa, they bought the last season there in the Premier League, and he's very highly rated. And it was only last season they shipped him out because he didn't want to play in the championship. So in theory, in a normal And he was linked to Real Madrid. Mm. Was he really? There you go. Yeah, while playing for Villarreal last season. Right, that's who I'm going to captain in this week. That's it, decided. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, so I thought I'd finish on a evil laugh then because oh, 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 why shouldn't every podcast should finish on an evil laugh? Uh, some good chat there from the boys, of course. Always good to hear from them. Got me really thinking with my wild card in play. Uh, Son we're all getting rid of Son but Jose did say he's thinking about Sunday and uh, I'm not sure it's hard to read Jose isn't it but you couldn't I I wouldn't put it past Son playing against United and spanking them especially that sort of defence the uh, no look defending that United defenders like to employ and the other one is obviously Mane do I captain him I'm tempted to captain Trent Alexander-Arnold actually yeah I mean, it's not fashionable to captain defender, is it? But and uh, but I, I want to try some maverick things and see if they work this year. You know, I don't want to follow the trend. I might follow the Trent. 
sometimes. Uh, the other thing as well, I've got Mares in my team at the moment. I keep tra changing things, but KDB. I mean, it would be silly not to have KDB. I can afford him. I do like Mares though, and against certain defenses, really do struggle against him. He's such a unique player, and I think he's massively underrated in the Premier League. Massively underrated, maybe in his price. I don't know. He seems to always score when he plays. If he plays. That's the question. Good luck to everyone in game week four. We'll be back next week. And uh, there's nothing else to do but to finish on another evil laugh. Oh, 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 oh. I could keep going for another five minutes, but I understand it's quite dull. So, bye. Be Magnus. I got to know I got to be that Magnus.